Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Sports Docket with Ace Man and a Cross. Check it out. The best sports radio show on Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the uh, 24th episode of the Sports Docket on Blog Talk Radio and Ustream TV. Thanks again for tuning in to our show here on Sunday night, 8 p.m. And uh, a pumped up Giants fan right now, a big comeback victory with 4.55 to go in the fourth quarter. Giants came back to be the Bears. Ace, are you there? Hello? Oh. Hold on, I gotta put him on. One second. Ace, are you there? I don't know. I don't know. Something happened. Yo. Steve, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, good. You put me on the air, man. How you doing? I'm good. You know, you had to actually uh, make me do some work. You, I had to go just go to the switchboard myself. And uh, I put myself on the air, and I am on the air and good to go. Uh, that's good. Sorry about that. There's uh, some technical difficulties. All right. Uh, so I guess the main story uh, right now is, uh, is uh, what happened at Soldier Field about a half hour ago. The Giants with a huge victory over the Chicago Bears. And no question about that. I mean, the Giants... Uh the Giants were trailing in this game pretty much all game long. They were down 16-7, to but Ruben Droz came through big time for them uh, with time remaining. All right. Uh, well, let's, uh, before we get into um, this uh, Giant game, we'll also get into the Jets in a little bit. Uh, we just want to, uh, if you want to call in, if you have anything to say, our number is 1-646-478-5118. You could listen on the radio at Blog Talk Radio, of course, or watch on Ustream TV. Uh, both links are on the page. Yeah, for the for the use yeah. Okay. Uh, can you hear me good? Um, yeah, a little staticky actually. Really? Go back to how you were at the beginning. All right, hold on one sec. All right, so anyway, uh, with the Giant game, the Giants were down for most of the night, but in uh in the fourth quarter they finally took the lead as Ruben Jones ran in from one yard out with a minute and a half remaining in the game. The Giants took a 21-16 lead after being dominated for most of the game. Eli Manning had a tough start to this game, but in the fourth quarter he came in when he ha- he came into the clutch when he had to. Yeah, well, the, he, he threw a couple of interceptions in the game earlier on, uh, but the Giants um, they eventually they came through at the end there uh, and took care of business. Yes, uh, the Giants, uh, of course, with the Ruben Jones, uh, Ruben Jones with the one-yard touchdown run. Yeah, I believe it was a uh, a seven play, seventy seven yard drive, uh with about four minutes to go that got the Giants to where they wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh Eli Manning with the you know, the good drive. And how who and uh, also the other team here in New York, the Jets, wearing their uh, old school New York Titan jerseys for the second time this year. And finally, uh they beat the Miami Dolphins forty to thirteen today. Yeah, and finally they won that with that jersey. Yeah, I mean, uh the Jets they were all over Miami today. Miami actually had a thirteen to ten lead in this game. But the Jets scored 30 unanswered points to win the game 40-13. Leon Washington and Thomas Jones both had big games as they both got into the end zone a couple of times. Thomas Jones finally with his first rushing touchdown of the year. Yeah, and the, uh, the Jets um, avoided embarrassment in a big way uh, by winning by 27 points. Clemens was on his game today. 
uh, finally really uh, showing what, what, what kind of quarterback he could be. Of course, against a uh, extremely bad defense, but uh, Clemens was great today, and the, uh, the Jets um, came through, and they uh, avoid embarrassment in the 3-9. and nine. Yeah, just 3-9, and nine, but uh, some team not avoiding embarrassment, that's the Miami Dolphins. They're 0-12 right now. They're only four games away from being the first team in NFL history to go without a win. Of course, I had to mention a, a very sad story in the NFL this week. Uh, Sean Taylor, um, the passion of Sean Taylor, uh, he, um, he was shot in his home, and then he got, um, and then he died the next day. Of course, very sad day. And, and the uh, Redskins, they played the Bills. Uh, they had an emotional, um, op- emotionally emotional opening for the show, um, before the game, rather. But uh, the, the Bills um, um, held off the Redskins for a 17-16 win. But, of course, um, and the Redskins also have to play this uh, Thursday night against so the Redskins, um, of course. Yeah, tough situation for the Washington Redskins. Uh, Sean Taylor, uh, from uh, people that were around him all the time, they say he was coming in. He was coming into his own. He was as a football player and as a person. And uh, this is a sad loss for the NFL, of course, as uh, the people who shot Sean Taylor, of course, they uh, they were attempting a robbery, of, uh, apparently, and they didn't know he was home, so um, uh, they ended up shooting him in the leg, and uh, it got into one of his arteries, the bullet, and uh, he lost just too much blood, so it's a very sad and unfortunate story in the National Football League this week. Yeah, very sad story, considering that last year he also had... Um Denver Broncos player. Uh, I believe the Redskins aren't in by wearing a um, yeah, patch well, on their jersey. Well, and uh, all 30 Everybody in the NFL was wearing a patch today. Everybody in the NFL was wearing a sticker or number 21 on their uh, helmets, I think. Yeah, and then um, and the Redskins are wearing, of course, the rest of the season. But, uh, I mean, any player, uh, of course, you never want this to happen to any player in the NFL. And this is, uh, you know, this really shows the NFL has to really um, work out. Uh, the issues of protecting their their players. I mean, these players make a lot of money, and of course, there's um, these players have feuds, and this became a big issue. But um, hopefully, they find the people that uh, uh, that you know intrude into his house because this was a very bad story, especially for the NFL, two seasons in a row. But uh, yeah, let's get back to um, business here. So the Giants now, of course, the playoff picture. Is getting a little more into seven in the NFC. The AFC, pretty much, you got your playoff picture. Um, you're talking about uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, and um, uh, Jackson, Jacksonville. Is Jacksonville the sixth seed? I think Jacksonville is the sixth seed. Uh, uh, Jacksonville did lose today did uh, lose. to the Colts again, uh, twenty-eight to twenty-five. Okay. Um, yeah, the uh, the Colts, of course, Peyton Manning was a big game. He had four touchdown passes. And uh, and uh, one of them was to Reggie Wayne. He's having a huge season. Uh, they're still missing Marvin Harrison, the Colts. But right now they're nine and two, or I mean ten and two. So they're doing all right right now. The Colts now fighting uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers here for the uh, second spot in the uh, AFC in the playoffs. Well, that that leads into the game tonight. A big game for the Steelers, seed wise. The Steelers play the Bengals at Heinz Field. Hopefully, the field is a little bit better than last week, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Uh, that field was just horrendous last week. Yeah, and the Steelers... Um, well, the Steelers really... Uh, next week, they got a big game against New England. Um, that's a huge game for them. Uh, even though, I think the Steelers pretty much have the division locked up. But uh, Yeah, especially with the Cleveland Browns losing today. 
And if, if you remember last year, there was a game, right, where the Browns played the New York Jets. And uh, if you remember that game where Chris Baker caught that ball and they ruled him as a um, as incomplete, he was pushed out, though, but he caught it in mounts. You remember that play? Yeah, I remember that. The same thing happened today to the Cleveland Browns. As uh, with when time expired, Kellen Winslow caught a pass. Uh, for it should have been a touchdown. He caught it in bounds and was pushed out of bounds in the air, and they didn't give him the rule for a push out. So the Browns lost. So as the Jets got screwed last year, the uh, Browns got screwed this year with that play. I mean, that play has definitely got to be reviewable by the NFL. They have to change that rule. Yeah, and uh, the Browns uh, beating Browns losing to the Arizona Cardinals. That's a big loss for them. Yeah, a big one for the Cardinals now, who. Uh, who keep themselves alive, their playoff hopes alive. And, of course, got Detroit and Minnesota today played. Um, and Detroit was trying to uh, keep themselves alive in the uh, in, in their playoff picture. And um, they, they're still alive, no question. But second-grade week, week, a crush win by Minnesota. Uh, by the way, why aren't you on AIM? <laughs> what? You're not um, on AIM. What did you say? Steven, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, what is it? What did you just say? About you're not that? on aim. I'm not on aim. Yeah, you're not on aim right now. What do you mean not? Oh, signed off. Go back on aim. My bad. <laughs> uh, go back on aim. Okay. Something happened with. I'll be back on. But yeah, I mean, as we were saying. Also, we 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 got cut off Ustream TV, and we'll be back on in a sec. Uh, just keep them down. But uh, yeah, we've having we're having a little bit of technical difficulties with uh, UStream TV. Yeah, but but, but uh, hopefully we'll be back in a couple of minutes on uh, the website there. Yeah, but we are, we are on Blog Talk Radio and also Blog Talk Radio chat is open. Um, and of course we got to get to the Giants. I mean, this is really a confidence win for the Giants. I mean, Eli Manning once again was not pretty in this game. His numbers, of course, are never really pretty, but he. Uh, he showed a lot of moxie towards the end of this football game, uh, which is what you want to see, uh, especially going into the postseason against teams like Seattle and Tampa Bay. And uh, Chicago, uh, you can pretty much say their playoff hopes are dead. Um, yeah, the Bears, uh, this is, again, this is a big loss. To the, uh, the, uh, they lost to the Giants here, um, of course. Um, and, uh, you know, they had a chance to win at the end. They were leading for most of the day. As you know, Eli had a... Um, Eli had he had a tough start in this game. You know, he threw another couple of interceptions, I believe, in the first half. One of them right into the hands of Brian Urlacher on a missed uh, communication play. And, you know, and he, he lost a fumble. He's he's struggling right now. But you know, the Giants they found a way to win at the end. They uh, they put it together, and uh, it wasn't the prettiest of wins, but uh, it was a win. Yeah, no that's quite. all that matters right now at this point of the season. The Giants are eight and four right now, and they are in very good position to make the playoffs. Yeah, no question. Giants are in very good position. Okay. uh... We are actually we're we're back on YouTube um, TV now. If you want to load us up, we're back on YouTube TV, um, and you can also check us out over there. Okay, YouTube um, TV. Yes, we're back on there. You can see me. I see a, a very nice picture of the cloth. A very nice what? A very nice video <laughs> of the cloth. Yeah, very nice video myself. <laughs> uh, to, to go back on YouTube TV, we're back on. We're sorry for the delay. Um, once again, the sports stock. You can call into our our show 
I didn't post it on here, but you can call in. That's of course the show. Uh, is one. The phone number for our show is one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. That's one six four six four seven eight five one one eight. Yes. And I just remind you guys later, uh, a little bit later in the show, we're gonna have a hockey roundtable. We're gonna have a Pittsburgh Penguins blogger on. We're gonna talk a little bit about hockey, so uh, that should be fun. We'll talk a little bit about how the Atlantic Division and the Eastern Conference will be going. What? We're gonna talk a little bit about the Atlantic Division, about the Eastern Conference and the NHL. Of course, are uh, the Rangers first place in the Atlantic Division, Ethan? Yes. The Rangers uh, first place. <laughs> yeah, the, the Rangers are the Rangers are not in first place. Uh, the Flyers are actually in. Oh, the Rangers are in first place. My bad. The Rangers are in first place. Be careful. They got, they got the Senators. They had a very nice win against the Senators, five-two victory. I, they lead a couple goals by Yager and Shanahan. Um, and Ray Emery right now has been shaky like every other game. Um, the Senators are really struggling. They're reeling right now. Uh, they're they have fallen to sixteen and six. And um, if not for the Devils winning against um, the Canadians, uh, the Canadians could be in first right now. That's how bad that the uh, Senators are playing right now. Yep. The Senators, yeah, they started almost perfect. They started something like what it was like fourteen and two. Yeah. And ever since they've just you know they've hit a they've hit a wall. But, you know, every team hits a wall, and then they come back after. Yeah. And I uh, just want to let you guys know, also, I'll be uh, keeping you guys updated on the Sunday night football game. Of course, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh should be a good one. Yes. Bengals have struggled this year, but they're still dangerous, and they're still a fun team to watch. And, of course, the Steelers are a big threat this year well, in the AFC. Well, I think the Bengals are a fun team to watch for you personally because of uh, all the fantasy players that you have on that team. True, true. I have Chad Johnson, Chris Henry, so I'll have to watch tonight. But I got the, I got this week's matchup wrapped up. Right, I'm up by ninety points, and the other guys only got three guys left. So I'm pretty good. I'm pretty much in the clear. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Let's give me actually a call on the line, and then I guess we'll take a quick break. Okay. Uh, we have a call on the line right now. It's a five one six area code. Hey, hold on. Put them on. Five one six area code. Hey, Scott. What's how you doing? Yo, what's up, Steve? How's it going? How's it going? How was your weekend? Pretty good, yeah. Did you have, uh, I'm pretty good. Did you have fun at that Islander game last night? A lot of fun. Sat in Loudville. Yeah, you sat in Loudville, but it wasn't too loud as the Islanders got shut out by the lousy Atlanta Threshers. Yeah, Dual Wits recorded a 4 nothing shutout. Islanders won. Everyone happy. A negative 4 nothing shutout, you mean, right? I guess so. Alright, so, uh, Scott, uh, what's going on? What do you have on your mind today? Nothing really. You have nothing. So, uh, what do you think about this? Uh, the Mets possibly getting a pitcher, and what do you maybe think about this last thing's millage trade that just happened? Uh, good for us, bad for the Nationals. I don't know what they're thinking. Obviously, they have some intent on it. I wish it could have came at a price other than millage, because uh, I thought millage had a lot of promise. I, I also I think that millage had a lot of promise too. In a way, I don't like this trade. I think we should have traded Mills for pitching, but we did. You know, we did get a decent defensive catcher and a pretty good uh, young player in Ryan Church back in return. I didn't really like this trade when it first happened, but I'm beginning to grow on it. I be, I'm beginning to think this this isn't a bad trade. What about what do you think, Ethan, about this trade? Uh, the Mills trade. Well, you're getting back pretty much a guy who can put up the same numbers as uh, lastings during the regular the regular season. I mean, they projected two. They projected 162 game. Uh, stats are pretty much the same in Ryan Church. And then you get in, um, a mediocre uh, hitting catcher 
He's okay defensively in Brian Schneider. Um, but now we can use that other catcher we got as maybe for yeah, another well, trade. Yeah, that, we might be able to use a Johnny Straw for trade bait. Of you got to use him as trade bait. We I think they will start using him. Is him enough to trade? I mean, I can't see what the upside in getting guys like Ryan Church over Millage is, but uh, I, mean, Millage, I really, I don't really understand it either. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's like uh for me. The trade is like uh. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what the Mets offseason has been thus far. You know? And the Mets off, uh, they they have I think oh maybe Omar Minaya is trying to uh, wait for the right time maybe he's got something up his sleeve. Well well uh, the way the Satanic talks have been going with the Red Sox and the Yankees going back and forth and actually now they say the Red Sox are ahead the Red Sox have just offered El Ellsbury. Uh, yeah um, the Yankees apparently have also offered Philip Hughes. Yeah but the Red Sox uh, this is just in MLB.com the Red Sox have offered. Um, uh, Jacoby Ellisby in the, into the trade. So now it seems like uh, Boston has the upper hand uh, in Santana. And imagine if Boston did get Santana. That would be a big blow for the Yankees. If Boston gets Santana, I think the Yankees are in big trouble. Okay. Big, big I trouble. think everybody is in trouble. <laughs> well, I mean, only the American League. You wouldn't have to worry about the Red Sox until the uh, World Series if you're the Mets or most National League teams, as long as you don't play them in interleague play. But, um,. No, the, if the World Series champ gets the best pitcher in the market, I mean they're always going to be a lot more, that much more dangerous. So I mean I, th and uh, the prices that these teams are willing to pay for these guys, it's just it's getting really ridiculous. I mean every year guys are getting more and more money, and uh, you know just these teams like the Twins, the Marlins, they can't afford to keep these guys. So you know once they trade for prospects and they, they become good players, they can't even keep them. It's it's a shame, you know. Yeah, okay, Taylor, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break. We're right All back. Right, Scott, thanks for the call. Uh, okay, we're right back after this. On the sports side. Hey, sports fans. Thank you for tuning into the show tonight. Be sure to check out a sponsor of this show at www.myedimedia.com. This show is advertised at this website, and you can also check out Interesting sports news brought to you in an amazing, cool way at myedimedia.com. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the show tonight, sponsored by My EDI Media. The Sports Docket on Blog Talk Radio with Ace Man and the Quad. New York sports and everything else.
And welcome back to the Sports Socket here on Blog Talk Radio on Ustream TV. The Giants continue their journey to the Super Bowl with the win over the Bears today. This is uh, a... <laughs> journey, I get it. Yeah, anyway, we're back here on the Blog Talk Radio on Ustream TV. Again, Giants, miraculous win over the Bears today. And they're... Uh, the Quest Super Bowl, I mean, the Cowboys... I mean, I think the Giants, uh, they'll probably get the fifth seed in the uh, NFC, which that would probably put them against the Seahawks in the first round, if I'm not, if I'm not uh, wrong, right? Well, no question, but uh, one of the games that we did not pick this week, but we should have picked, was the uh, Cowboys-Packer game, uh, where Brett Favre got injured, and, of course, the Cowboys, Tony Romo, playing in front of his idol... Um, uh, Tony Romo, yeah, yeah I, uh, the Cowboys have just been uh, really, uh, they've been uh, incredible this year. Yeah, the Cowboys with a big win today. Uh, they won it, uh, the Cowboys big on Thursday. Thursday. My bad, sorry. The Cowboys are <laughs> 11-1, and they pretty much have lost in this division. They got a three-game lead with, uh, what, how many games? Four left? It's over. About, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the Cowboys, they have the NFC strapped up. It's basically over. Yes. The only question is, who's going to be number one seed in the NFC? I think the Cowboys will get that. Yeah, the Cowboys will, I think, because uh, their head-to-head win of the Green Bay Packers. That was huge. So, well, uh... Jumping that, out of the stretch, the Packers do have an easier schedule, but uh, at this point in time, I think the Cowboys will end up uh, getting that division. Yep. And uh, the uh, Bengals and uh, Pittsburgh, they're about to get underway. Uh, right now, they are having a moment of silence for Sean Taylor. So once that game gets underway, if anything happens, of course, so we'll let you know about it. Yeah, some other big games from today in the NFL, and then we'll get to the Knicks. We want to talk about them. But the, Knicks. Get... the Knicks? <laughs> the Knicks? Yeah. The, the Knicks, they all suck. <laughs> they went 3 out of 4. It, oh, my God. The game against the Celtics, that just takes away the whole streak right there. They go in 8 out of 9. They still, that game was just awful. Oh, that game was brutal. One hundred and four to fifty-nine. Yeah, I mean, uh, one hundred and four to fifty-nine. Do I have to say it again? No, you don't. That's well, unbelievable. And that thing with Kevin Garnett only scored eight points in the whole game. I mean, ridiculous. Uh, the Knicks just have been lackluster every game, really. But they, uh, but had a, they had a very nice win against the Bucks. Uh, of course, the Bucks. Not such a great team either this year, but the Knicks took advantage. But they, still, I mean, that 104-59, you're right. It's, that was rough. Uh, oh, rough. <laughs> That's an <laughs> understatement. Are we yeah. going to get into some NFL picks for next week now, or are we reviewing the ones from this week? Well, um, uh, well coming, into, coming, into, coming into today's action, you were 32-23 uh, and 23, uh, with the NFL picks. So I guess we'll see what that record is now. And I was at uh, 28 and 27. Uh, of course, we had the uh, the Giants and Bears. Who did you pick in that game? Uh, the Giants against. Uh, I believe I picked the Bears, so I believe I lost that game. Yeah, I won that game. No, we're not picking these games now. We uh we uh went over these games already uh by ourselves, so we're not going to cheat. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, Arizona and Cleveland. Who do you pick in that one? I. Oh, I think I picked the Browns. The Browns lost as well. So, one for two so far. <laughs> I also picked the Browns, uh, so I'm one and one. 
Um, I picked the Jets over the Dolphins. Okay. I, so I got one there. Okay. I believe I picked the Chargers over uh, Kansas City, right? Uh, I got two there. I did, uh, oh, the Chargers of Kansas City. I picked Kansas City, actually. The Chargers did beat Kansas City. So, um, what was the fifth game that we had? Uh, that was, that's a nice game. That's Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. And I'm going to take Pittsburgh in that one. Uh, I believe I took Pittsburgh as well. So we'll see what happens in that one. Again, at Heinz Field tonight. Yeah, Heinz Field. Let's hope the field's a little bit better. Well, it was snowing in the East Coast today, so. Yeah, well, I'm watching the game right now. The field looks pretty uh, good, though. I think they uh, redid it uh, over the week. And and all the lines are on the field. <laughs> that's so good. that's good. That's a good thing. All right, let's get to the Knicks now. Um, Who been, wants to get to the Knicks? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, this team is in a bit of disarray right now. Um, I believe they're playing right now, too. Yeah, the Knicks are playing. I'll try to get a score here. The Knicks are playing the Suns right now. I'm actually quite into the game. I'll get you a score as well. The Knicks are playing the Suns currently. Um, they lost the Suns earlier this season. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'll, I'll get you a score. Uh, the Knicks are actually only trailing by one. Really? They just started the, actually eight, uh, a little over eight left in the third quarter. And, and the, actually, Suns are the up by Suns two. are up by one. It's 69 to 68. Oh. So a high-scoring affair here for the Knicks. I mean, they already have more points than they had the entire Celtics game. <laughs> well, yeah, the Suns are... are, are I mean, no. but you're, when you're playing with the Suns, the score is always going to be inflated a little bit. Yeah, of course. The, the Suns are just run and gun. They don't take any time at all. Yeah, and there's something really magic going on in, in Orlando right now. Uh, the Magic, uh, they're up by like six games in the Southeast Division. I mean, who would have thought Orlando Magic uh, would be in first place? But they are... Uh, not only first players, but they're dominating their, uh, the conference outside of the Celtics. The Magic, is the Magic and the Celtics are doing, uh, they're, they're running, they're cleaning house right now in the uh, Eastern Conference in the NBA right now. Yeah, I mean, that's not saying much, but. Uh, and also, uh, a little bit into the show here, we'll try to get you the uh, BCS final standings, I believe. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the BCS is so wild this year. I mean, the you BCS have. BCS is absolutely insane. I mean, you had West Virginia and Missouri both losing yesterday. Every every week, it seems like either the number one or the number two seed loses, or both. Well, it's, it's incredible. My, my feeling is, and I listened to Mike Francesa's NFL Now this morning, they were saying uh, that's probably going to be Ohio State and uh, LSU. And, of course, Ohio State does not want to play LSU. We all know that. Um I, it's, in, it's incredible. I mean, I've never there's never been a year in college football where so many number ones and number twos have lost. It seems like yeah. there's a different number one and different number two every week. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I mean, Incredible. Uh, we'll see what happens, but the, the computers computer will punch out the uh, the two teams, um, and I think it will, it will be LSU and Ohio. Both of them have the only two losses, but again, it's, it's a Maybe. Term- Hello? Yeah, they might. They might. They might. Yeah, it depends. It depends. Actually, uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, so we'll see what happens to that. I mean, West Virginia, they lost to uh, the Panthers, uh, Pittsburgh. And, um, and Missouri uh, suffered a defeat to uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma State with the upset there. I, uh, Oklahoma, I mean, they were all over Missouri. It wasn't even a close game. Yeah, they won't three touchdowns, so it wasn't even close at all. It wasn't even a close game. Incredible. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, well, Mike Dillon is LSU won by ten, beat Tennessee uh, by a touchdown. I think, they'll get, I think they'll get it. And then you had um, Ohio State. Uh, see what happens. I think Ohio State will also get it, but it all depends what the BCS wants to do. Yes. 
Yeah, it does. All right, uh, we're going to take a uh, quick little commercial break right now. Um, we're going to go right into our NFL picks. Uh, right into our NFL picks. Yeah, we're going to start up the music, and we're going to right into our picks. Um, we'll be right back on Ace Man and the Clock. Yes, we're going to come right back with our NFL picks. You are currently listening to the Sports Docket with Aceman and the Quas. If you would like to call into the show, the phone number is 1-646-478-5118. Once again, the phone number to call into the show, the Sports Docket is 1-646-478-5118. If you would like to instant message the co-host of the show using an AIM client, and we'll put your comment on the air. You can aim Steven, Aceman, at MetsFanatic910, or you can aim the Quas at Quaster06. That's a double S. Once again, thanks for tuning into the show. You can also check out our official sponsor of the Sports Docket. That's www.myedimedia.com. Now, back to the show. Coming up next on the Sports Docket, it's the NFL Pick with Ace Man and the Quad every week of the NFL. Live from our studios here in Brooklyn and Lindbergh, football is back. They take you around the NFL. Five picks each week. Welcome back to the Sports Doc with Ace Man of the Quas. We'll do some NFL picks now. Ethan, you up for it? Yes, I'm up for it. Uh, first, I'll tell you the uh, updated standings. Um, Steven's now 34-25, and I'm now 31-28. So I only trailed by three games with, half, with like four weeks to play. So I'm in striking distance now, officially in striking distance of uh, the picks title. But, yes, uh, we are alive. Uh, NFL picks for a week. Fourteen. I guess Stephen, we're going to start with um, we're going to start with, of course, the local Giants at the Eagles next week. Uh, who who you like in this game? Uh, that should be a very good game, Giants and the Eagles. I will take the Giants in this game. I think they're coming off a huge win today, and the Eagles are coming off a pretty big loss today, also to the Seahawks. The yep. Eagles uh, lost that game twenty to twenty four, as AJ Feely uh, was uh, in for Donovan McNabb today. Uh, McNabb's status for next week probably is uncertain as of now, but um, McNabb, I think, could possibly definitely come back within the next week. We'll, we'll see what happens. I feel like McNabb's uh, status is uncertain every week. But, but you know, I'll, I'll take I'll take the Giants. I think they I think they're gonna ride high off this win. I think the Giants also. I mean, uh, I said this before. In order for the Giants to really 
um, prove themselves going to the postseason. They got to win at least ten games, and uh, they have games against the Bills and the Patriots, which are going to be tough games. I know the Bills won. The Bills won today, so they're back at five hundred. Um, not about the Bills, it's about the Giants, and um, I think the Giants will come away with victory over the Eagles. They beat them earlier this year. They sacked yep. them in the place. As long as the Giants don't have any injuries going to this game, uh, in their secondary, they can beat the Eagles, no question. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the Giants again. All right, Steven, next game. Uh, you hear me good? Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you clear. Loud and clear. That's great. All right, next game, uh, we got um, the Jets looking to play sport against the Browns. What do you like in who do you like in this one? Uh, Browns are coming off an absolutely huge loss. I, I think, you know what, I actually think the Jets will win this game. I think, you know, the Jets, they're playing decent ball right now. Well, yeah, well obviously the Dolphins can make anybody look good. But, uh, you know, I think the Jets will win. I think the, I think at home, I think, you know, they won two out of the last three games now with the win over the Steelers and the win over the Dolphins. And, um, you know, I think, you know, they're going to play for pride here, try to spoil the Browns season to, uh, somewhat. So I, th- I think the Jets will win this game. Uh, Kellen Clemens playing decent right now. So I, I think the Jets will win. Yeah, I love, well, I think the Browns. Uh, I mean, I know the Jets beat the uh, Steelers earlier this season, and they um, and they proved themselves. Um, uh, they didn't prove themselves, but, but Kellen Clemens kind of proved themselves uh, in in uh, under pressure in no T. But I, I think the Jets are going to lose to the Browns here. Uh, I think uh, Cleveland will bounce back from the loss against Arizona. Um, now, I'm not saying Cleveland's going to make the playoffs. I think Jacksonville will actually eventually beat them out. But I think uh, but I think Cleveland uh, – actually, if Cleveland does win, they'll probably, probably, be, they'll probably will ensure themselves a playoff spot. But, yeah, I am picking Cleveland to win this game over the Jets. Uh, All right, uh, just now a little update from the uh, Bengals-Pittsburgh game. Okay. Uh, the Bengals have drove down the field on the first drive. They've scored a touchdown. Uh, Rudy Johnson with a uh, one-yard run. A 12-play, 75-yard drive, so uh, it included a little bit of everyone. A couple of catches for Chad Johnson, a couple for Hushmanzada, and Rudy Johnson uh, capping off the drive with a one-yard run. So seven, well, six-nothing Bengals with the extra point. Okay, yeah, so the Bengals, of course. Uh, uh, so a pick of the Steelers is not looking uh, so great right now. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> I also picked the Steelers in that one. Um, okay. So, uh, what's our next game here on the schedule? Okay, our next game, I'm going to be, let's see, uh, I guess we could pick Kansas City at Denver. All right, I like Denver in this game. I think, uh, well, Denver, actually, they lost to the Raiders today. That's a pretty big loss for them, because now, basically, with the Chargers win and uh, Denver's loss, that basically will give San Diego the AFC West, if not end it. So, um, a big, big, uh, bad day for the Broncos. Yeah, I think they'll bounce back next week, though. Um, the Broncos at home, they're usually a good home team. And, uh, Mike Shanahan, you know, he has them running, he has them passing. Uh, Jay Cutler's been pretty good overall, so I'll take the Broncos. Okay, I'm, I am going to take the Broncos as well. I think the Broncos will bounce back from their loss today against Oakland. I mean, that was, who would have thought, who would have thunk that? But, uh, Kansas City got mauled by San Diego this afternoon. Tomlinson ran all, all over the place. Um, but I still think uh, Denver will bounce back. And as you said, I think they will come away with a victory over KC. Okay, our next game is going to be a good one. Oh, a little division rivalry in the NFC West. Arizona and Seattle. Two teams coming off wins. Right, who do you like? 
Okay, I, uh, Arizona and Seattle. Um, well, Mike Holmgren, you know, is one of the best co- is one of the best coaches in December. Um, so yeah, I, I think Seattle will will win this game and lock the lock the division up. Seattle's magic number is one, so I think it will beat uh, Arizona and uh, lock the division up and go into uh, go into the playoffs with a home field advantage in the first round. So yes, yeah, Seattle over Arizona. What's your pick? I, I do like Seattle also. Um, Seattle's playing good ball right now. Right now they got Sean Alexander back. And yep. he looked pretty good today. So now they have the two-back tandem once again of uh, Alexander and Maurice Morris. Matt Hausback is playing good ball. Everybody on that team is playing good ball right now. And uh, since Alexander's back, they have no major injuries at all. I mean, Arizona, I think they're one of these teams that, you know, they, they do have occasional upsets. But the, uh, over the long haul, the, their period of their... Um, their work isn't going to be that great. They're not going to be a quality team in the long run. It's rare for a team like them to have like a you know to put together a win streak. I like Seattle Holmes and uh, Big also. Okay, huge matchup uh, this week. It's the um, it should be the night game, not the afternoon game, but it's Pittsburgh at New England. Uh, it's it's going to be at Foxborough. Uh, Bill Belichick, um, if the team comes up a victory over Baltimore tomorrow night. Then the Patriots will be looking to go to 14-0. No, 13-0. All right. Steven, you think the Pats will get the Well, pass? actually, it will be uh, – well, let's see if the Pats win tomorrow night. They're undefeated. But I, you can't go against the Pats right now. I mean, they're, they're just too good for anybody. Well, they challenged them last week. Eagles did give them a good fight. They gave them a run for their money, but – uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, the Patriots, they, they play a bad game and still win. Uh, I think that um I think it'll be closer. I think it'll be a pretty close game, but in the end you have Tom Brady and you have Bill Belichick. And I think this team is a team of destiny. I think okay. they will go undefeated. Yeah, but, that's... You know, the, what I'm hoping is I hope the Jets eventually. <laughs> I hope the Jets can find some way to beat them, but uh, that's my goal for the season for the Jets. Yeah, I, well, um, also I am picking. Uh, well, the Jets have no one matched against the Eagles this year, do they? They do. They're playing in Foxborough in a couple of weeks. Oh, that's right. That's right. My bad. Actually, the Jets, the Eagles, the Patriots play the Giants and Jets uh, two straight games. Um, I'm. I don't know. I'll look at the schedule. I'm not sure. I think they might. Uh, anyway, uh, well, the Eagles already did that. I know what happened with them. But um, anyway, uh, that's it for our picks. I'm also taking the Patriots as well. Um, so here are our five picks for uh, next Sunday night. Um, I got the Giants. I got the. Uh, I got the. Uh, sorry, I got the Browns. Uh, I got the Colts. No, no, not the Colts. I got the Patriots. Uh, I got Denver, and I got Seattle. What do you got? Um, I have uh, I have Jets over the Browns. I have Giants over Eagles. I have uh, Denver over who? Uh, Denver over KC. Uh, Denver, all right. Denver over Arizona. I mean, no, 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 my bad. Denver over somebody. I have Seattle over Arizona, and I have the Pats over the Steelers. Okay, yes. All right, those are our NFL picks for the week. And, uh, you know, the sports docket uh, will uh, take um, a quick commercial break right now. Yeah, we, 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 and we're going to have um, Mark from... Sports Heaven with Mark and Evan. 
Uh, we're going to kind of combine our shows now. We're going to talk a little hockey. Yes, I also have a Pittsburgh Penguins flyer on with us, Frank D. He, he blogs for Pennsburg. And he's going to talk with us about the Pittsburgh Penguins as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be right back here on the uh, Sports Talk for Ace and the Quas. And for the eyes on the Sports Talk with Ace Man and the Quas. Where we go around the NHL and talk hockey. The latest news, notes, and nuggets from the National Hockey League. An NHL insider will join us in this report. Whether from the side itself or around town, we cover hockey on the sports docket. Yeah, this is going to be very exciting to watch. Every single team is in it. And I mean, it's going to be that way until the very end. Speaking of division opponents, I read on Newsday this morning that they're going to change the scheduling format for next year. Each division rival is going to play six times instead of eight times. They'll go back to the old format before the lockout. How do you guys have your opinions on this? Uh... You can go uh, first, Mark. All right. Yeah, I think that's very interesting. Uh, that that's a few less games than normal, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah they it's, play eight times you know, against your division opponents before then, the lockout. It was six, and they're going to go back to six next year. Okay, probably Mark and Evan. Yeah. So that's uh, interesting. That makes that makes the rivalry much more intense because there's less games against each team. I'll so talk- you know, it, it'll make it very interesting in each division. I think that'll make the rivals. Much more exciting. Oh, you think? I actually think I want it to be. Uh, I want division rivals to face each other eight times. This way, you two teams know each other more. Then they'll they'll start even more rivalries like uh, Ottawa and Toronto. They could get their rivalry even hotter. And you know, we all know about the Rangers and Islanders and Edmonton and Calgary. But you also want to get teams like the Montreal and Boston's rivalry revived. And and stuff and maybe start new rivalries. I actually like this format better. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Alan. I think that and also when you're trying to make the playoffs, Uh, you're trying to beat the teams in your division. Oh yeah, you're trying to win the division. So if you're playing the team in your division, what? Hello. All right, Steve, call back in. I don't know that one. I I, uh, probably that's a little. Steven, you there? Kind of lost Steven there for a second. Steven, I call back in.
games. Yo, guys, you hear me now? Yeah, we hear Yes. You. Great. So we got... Uh, Alright, so we got Ace Man of the Quas, and we have a sports head with Mark and Evan. We're all together. We're going to talk some hockey. So, um, of course, we have the, right, we have the Rangers in the Atlantic right now with 32 points. And uh, we have the Islanders and the Devils not that far behind. I think, oh, is, am I right? Do they both have 28 points, the Islanders and the Devils? Uh, no, the Devils have 28, the Islanders have 27. Okay, so the Devils are a little bit ahead. All yeah, right, but the uh, Devils have played one more game, so like I said before, the standings are a little bit deceiving. Yeah. Uh, Rangers, they still have a couple games in hand right over the Islanders. Yeah, they have two games in hand. So, although the Islanders have less points, they still have two more games to play. Well, the, 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 Devils, the Devils have played 25, the Islanders have played 24, the Rangers have played 26. Yeah. The Rangers came yep. up with a, a huge win yesterday against a team that's ahead of them in the conference standings, the Ottawa Senators. The Senators, they came into that game losing five straight games. And Ray Emery and Martin Gerber have been sharing time in goal. And that's how, really how bad they have. Yo, guys, hold on one second. I want to welcome in. Uh... Oh. Hold on one sec. Um, hello, is this Frank D? Yeah, how's it going? Oh, great. Um, hold on, we just have, we have to get the other guys back on. But, uh, yeah, um, we're, we're talking about... Um, we're talking about the division. Hold on one sec. Okay. 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 Um, okay, everybody there now. Hello? Hey. All right, great. Okay, so... Connected, uh, guys. I'm sorry. That's okay. All right, anyway, so we have Frank D. now. Um, he writes for pensburg.blogspot.com, Pittsburgh Penguins fan, and uh, myself, a Devils fan, Stephen Rangers fan. And, of course, uh, right now, you look at Atlantic Division, and if the playoffs started today, you would have four teams from the Atlantic in the postseason. And I think that's pretty remarkable, uh, considering a lot of people uh, downgraded this division to start at the beginning of the year. So um, I guess we'll start with Frank here. Um, Frank, of course, you spoke about um, what well, you wrote. You wrote about how your Penguins have been inconsistent this year. But if there's one team that you think will eventually uh, in this Atlantic Division that will not make a playoffs, who's who's the odd man out? Is it Pittsburgh? Is it, is it uh, the Islanders? Who do you think is the odd the odd team out here? It's kind of hard to say at this point. I mean, obviously the Penguins are that one of the five teams in the division not in playoff contention if they were to start tomorrow. But um, I would have to say it's either going to be between the Islanders or the Devils. And I'm saying that because the Islanders, like, they fired out of the gate. You know, they were looking good. They had Comrie. They had Fedotenko all firing away. Looked good. They had DPH ruin net. And then, you know, they started dying down. And them and the Rangers, they were tied for the, uh, the last two in the league as far as goals per game go. And the only difference is that, you know, the Islanders don't have, that. I feel, the same offensive threat that the Rangers have nor do they have the same goaltending stability as, as having, like, a lung fist in it. Um, as far as the Penguins go, uh, they're a different team every time I put the TV on, you know. They <laughs> look different, they're inconsistent, and it's really, it's really frustrating to watch. So. Yeah, well, I think what's really remarkable with the, um, the Penguins is that um, Malkin and Crosby, their combined goals, um, their combined points, like almost the same amount of points as the Rangers have, I and mean, the Rangers have really struggled for offense 
uh, this season. Uh, well, the Penguins, you know, they found their offense. They found their offense. It's just been a question of, um, you know, Flurry's been erratic and they've just been not consistent enough. Yeah, and that was part of the problem. I mean, earlier in the season, uh, there, there's never any steady lines as far as Coach Terrion is concerned. Uh, there's always this inconsistency of who we're going to have. I mean, it's always going to be Crosby at center, but who's going to be around him? And it's going to be Malkin at center, but who's going to be around him? And they've they've gone back and forth with different line changes. Uh, earlier in the season, they tried doing the Crosby and Malkin duo on the same line. And that was good, and it was great, and they were clicking and hitting some goals. But when that line goes off the ice and goes for a rest on the bench, there was no one else to step up. And um, so then they tried to break it up a little bit more. more. Jordan Stahl is going through a uh, ridiculous 12-13 game score, uh, pointless streak, not even like goalless, like completely and utterly pointless uh, in 13 games. And uh, he finally clicked two games ago when they, uh, when they took on the Senators. And, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I feel is for any team to be in playoff contention or even a potential uh, cup winner, they have to have depth in the team, and I mean beyond the first line. And the, the, the Penguins are just starting to get that now. Uh, Ryan Malone has started to pick up the slack a little bit. He's been really doing well with Crosby on the line. Fourth quarter, so far it's 7 to nothing Phoenix in the fourth quarter. The Knicks have to start scoring. The Suns are pulling away right now. Hello? Yeah, the, the Knicks uh, seem to always be struggling. Uh, they, they just have not put up a good season at all coming in today. They're 5-10. and 10. Uh, They did beat the Bucks, but... Before that, a terrible loss to the Celtics. That was a disgraceful loss. Oh, they won 104 to 59. They scored 59 points in four quarters, while it took uh, the Celtics to two quarters to score at least 50 points. That was a disgraceful loss for the Knicks. And the Knicks are a disgraceful team. Period. <laughs> they are a, a circus. They, they're a mess, uh, both on the court and off the court. There's just so much. Surrounding the team, it's just—it's just, it's just right so now. ugly. Oh, they were a circus. That's I, I getting back to hockey. Sorry, with that was a little confusion there with the round table. Uh, Mark, you hear me now? Yeah, I'm here. We'll hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, great. Because we got a little um, confusion there with the simultaneous. Well, well, if we go back to hockey and on the subject of Henrik Lundqvist, he's still in the top of all the main uh, goalie categories. He's second in goals against average with. Uh, 183 goals against average. His save percentage is third. It's 930. As we said earlier, he now leads the league and wins with 14, and he is second in shutouts with four. So he's been playing with all the offense. Is finally starting to score. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, well, one quiz is um, of all goalies with at least 20 games or more, uh, he has he's top of the league. Um, Frank, do you, you think Lundqvist is going to stay in this at top of the game all season long, or do you think at one point he's going to tail off? Well, that's been the personally the amazing thing about Lundqvist and the Rangers. I mean, they were losing games earlier in the season, one nothing, two nothing, two one. You know, and it was more because their offense just couldn't put anything up on the board. And eventually, you know, their offense turns around, and look at them now. I mean, they're first in the Atlantic, and they're still winning games five one, four one. I think they had what like a six something six goal game last week. And I, I really think he can hold on to it, and he's a, he's a great goalie. And the only thing that could possibly, you know, break him down is, and I'm not, not wish, wishing for it, but, I mean, the only thing that could break him down is an injury. That's really it. Yeah. Um, I was about Brodeur. I mean, once Brodeur got that 500th win, he seemed to be uh, 
keep rolling from there. And, you know, he had, um, you know, now he's at the 506. He's breaking all these records. Uh, the Devils had a huge win against the Canadians, um, which is really the only reason why, why the Senators, despite their struggles, are still in first place in that division. Um, but you think uh, uh, Brodeur is going to just uh, continue? Uh, right now, Devils won six straight. Brodeur has uh, the last four games. Is four games. He has two shutouts. You think Brodeur is going to keep this up as well and get back to his regular form? I think. Well, about Marty Brodeur, I really think that uh, he has to go back to his. Um, uh, I think he's too old to keep this up for a whole year. They're going to need a uh, good backup play from Kevin Weeks, or else they're not going to have much of a chance. Brodeur. He's just not young enough to play, you know, 75 games a year anymore. Exactly. And He's going to need he a week have, for at least 15, 20 games. He also doesn't have the defense in front of him. He lost uh, Ryan Rafalski to Detroit. That was a huge loss. They He's lost been great a lot there, of defensive too. Players. They have, he, if he's going to continue to win, he needs that defense to step up right in front of him as well. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, the Devils are all about defense. That's their whole system. Uh, the Devils are about, you know, um, playing a low-scoring game and then uh, – Forcing you to make that mistake, uh, causing uh, them to win. You know, making that mistake, uh, giving them that one chance to score, and they always capitalize on it. It's the old double play. They've made the playoffs about ten years in a row now. So I mean, they 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 always find a way to Devils. Yeah, that you're absolutely right about that. Now, guys, over at the sports talk, it is about three minutes remaining here in Sports Seven. So, uh, if you don't mind. I'll let you go, wrap up the show, and thank you for uh, calling us and combining the shows tonight. I appreciate it. Right, uh, no problem. Uh, sorry about uh, some phone problems. Uh, we'll get back to you soon. Okay, we'll say All right, you. good luck, guys. All right. So long. We'll say with Frank D here, talk a little more uh, hockey. Of course, uh, Penguins. Uh, uh, back on the sports, back in now. We have uh, three minutes left. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed uh, part of the hockey roundtable. Um, sorry, we're sorry about the phones there. Okay, anyway, um, are you still there, Frank D? Yeah, hi. Oh, great. Um, um, Tampa's had a big one over the uh, Dallas Stars. Of course, had a couple goals in, in that game. Crosby, uh, as well, um, and, and a goal. I, I noticed them as every game, when you look at the box score, I know, you know, how many goals did Crosby score, how many goals did Malkin score, I mean, or how many points did he get. Because, really, uh, those two guys are... are, are are the number one dynamic duo in the NHL. You can't argue with that, can you? No, not at all. I mean, when you think about – and you can, you can look around the league, you look at maybe the, the top five dynamic duos across the league, if you will, and, you know, uh, Crosby and Malkin are up there just along the likes of, say, uh, Zetterberg and, and – um, what's his name? Something over there. Uh, who was it? That, that took – Pavel Datsuk and stuff. There, there's Stasny and Sakic, and there's there's great uh, duos all over the league. But really, as far as um, combination of age and uh, capabilities, I mean, Malkin and Crosby are right inside the same age bracket, and they both play at the same level. So, I mean, the, the, only, the only problem that they faced, though, and it was one of the problems that the Penguins faced when uh, they had them both on the same line, is that the plays became too choreographed, you know? Uh, the defense knew yeah. that when Crosby had it, he's looking for Malkin. When Malkin had it, he's looking for Crosby. And all you get is turnovers in the zone, you know? Yeah, sometimes, you know, when you have two great plays like that, sometimes, you know, the plays get too complicated and uh, they uh, try to be too fancy. It's kind of like uh, what uh, our hometown Rangers do sometimes on the uh, power play when the Rangers are struggling. Everybody's always looking to pass the puck to Yarmir Yager. But uh, you should just think about, uh, you know, um, 
doing what's best, whether and that's shooting sometimes rather exactly. than always trying to pass the arm or Yager. I've always thought that, especially in a power play situation, you know, you get a five on four, especially in a five on three. You know, you, you put some shots on and you hope that your guys up front can get that rebound. And if not, worst case scenario, you kick it back out to the point again. You do it all over, you know. But I really think shots are more important on when you got a man advantage and even more important when you have a two-man advantage. And, um, um, of course, the Devils played the thrash yesterday. And the Islanders suffered a really embarrassing loss to Atlanta. I mean, first of all, let's talk a little about another division, which has four teams who will clearly not make the playoffs. Um, and the, well, maybe – Maybe three, but in the southeast, you got Carolina, and then you got, and then who do you have really that playoff caliber teams? I mean, you have going down that list: Florida, Atlanta, Tampa, Bay, Washington. All those teams kind of bunched together. Um, and then you have Carolina, of course, really down in that league stall, and um, and they have very good offense and very good power play as well. Carolina is. I also just just letting people know uh, the Devils beat the Thrashers today in shootout fashion. So Devils, their seventh straight win. And they are rolling right now. But, um, Frank, um, on the Southeast Division, uh, you probably don't follow as much as the Atlantic, but uh, how many teams do you think out of that division will go to the playoffs? Well, I keep, I keep an eye on it, actually, because a friend of mine is a uh, Thrashers fan, believe it or not. So I kind of keep an eye on the uh, – I try to keep an eye on the whole league, but really, I mean, when you break it down, obviously the attention's in the Atlantic. But for the Southeast, I mean, the Hurricanes – they just got uh, they got blown out the other night. I think it was something like eight one seven one something like that. They got beat bad the other night, and uh, I don't know who was in net for them. I, I would assume it wasn't Cam Ward, but he was also he was in net earlier this season. I'd say probably the first or second week of the season he got hit pretty hard too. Probably a seven one or seven two game. I uh, I think that Eric Cole, Eric Stahl, um, and even Brindamore. I mean, I think Brindamore leaves the Hurricanes in points. Still at his age, I think he's a 16, 17-year veteran at this point, and he's still leading the team in points. I would not be the surprise at the least if the Hurricanes finish in, uh, with, in playoff contention this season. Outside of them, uh, you know, the Panthers have Vokun and Net, and that's good and great, but they got nothing else really. I mean, they they got nothing else working for them. They're yeah. winning games two-one. They're winning games four-three. And if you remember the Rangers fan, uh, you know, they had the lead over the Rangers in the first game of the season and blew it five-four. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, um, Frank, uh, thanks for your time, but unfortunately we have to let you go now as our show is coming to an end. Oh, good. Uh, thanks for all the hockey insights, and we hope to have you on sometime soon. Cool, thanks a lot, guys. All right, good luck to you and your Penguins. Thanks. Bye. All right, bye. All right, uh, so that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Docket. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed our show tonight. Uh, be sure to join us next week, same time, same place. Same time next, and no... Well, not same time, actually. I always do a little earlier next week, 6 o'clock. It's going to be earlier, but there's going to be uh, no technical problems next week. I guarantee you that. Um, yeah, sorry uh, for the last two weeks with all our um, technical difficulties that we've had with uh, trying to get, you know, the stream up and uh, also do the radio at the same time. Next also, week... Also, you know, combine Coles with Mark and Evan, so it's going to last us to worry about the past couple of weeks, so... Yeah, but, uh, okay, I'm going to end with a little, uh, little slow song. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, next week um, the Mets will make some move that will really um, shake up the show a little bit. Yeah, shake up the show, no question. All right, well, guys, thanks for joining us on the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Horse. And we'll see you next Sunday night. Watch me do it.